The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez, Rev. Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. song today i don't know some <laughs> days you just need to be reminded that i'm not alone through this and i am in a i'm in the sky with some stars around me yo yes, <laughs> yes, myself. hey y'all how you doing how y'all doing today <laughs> welcome to voices of unity can you hear we are <laughs> we are needing to lean on each other and this is yes. october and we are talking about this now month of now manifestation and man, we are uh, feeling it. How how about all of you? Let me hear from Rev Skip and Rev Jackie about you know these drawing things into our life. What what's going on? Where's the fullness going on well, for you? <laughs> you know, I am so amazed how our lives has paralleled each other um, in such a way. You know, Faith, you're in the middle of your move into your new home. Rev and Jackie, you're moving. I'm moving to another state, y'all. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> to a new that. job, another state. Um, I gotta say, it has been very overwhelming for me, yeah. and not, you know, it's not in a place where it's gonna stop me. But I'm just no. in my feels, and there is sadness and there's excitement. And today was one of my last classes of yoga, and I've been teaching yoga in LA for 15 years. Yeah. And these students, uh, oh, I'm mm, very emotional. This one student said to me, I don't think I'm going to take yoga again because you're not going to be here. And it just, it, it touched me in such a way. And I went, no, you got to still do yoga. And, you know, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm in a little bit of sadness, but I'm in excitement to moving to Fort Lauderdale. Um, if I wasn't on last week, we weren't on last week, um, but I did get the position at CSL Fort Lauderdale and I'm leaving LA on the 25th traveling to see my mother in Jersey and then down to Fort Lauderdale to be there on November 1. So that's kind of where I'm at, ladies. <laughs> I mean, you're not just moving out of state. You're moving across the whole country. 
That's right. Yeah. Two That's times, right. So three really. It's <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but um, thank you, Faith, for just you know remind me. She shared her experience when she was moving, and and you know I realized my my roommate wants to give me a going away party, and I don't want one. I I I said goodbye to Agape on Sunday, and that was tear felt. And I'm on stage, Reverend Michael and everyone, and I'm like, okay, this is the goodbye here. Um, I don't know if I want a bunch of people coming to the house to say goodbye to me. I just don't know if I could get through it. I know I could, but I don't know. Is that strange? I don't want a goodbye party. Uh, I mean, it, could be a, first. I mean, it could be a good beginning party. Right. <laughs> you know, so the emphasis isn't on goodbye, but I mean, I don't know. I'm all about a ceremony and transitions and, and, and really honoring the transitions we make. And, yes. um, but I mean, you got to do what's right for you and your heart and it's big. I could definitely see where that might feel overwhelming, yes. but there's also a piece of closure, um, yes. that helps you open that door. Right. Yeah. Well, I told Rev Skip, you know me, I'm, I'm the unicorn, right. Of the group. I told him we had like four or five different yeah. parties Ending with an epic, you guys, an epic like show where Daniel Neymar came, Daniel Hull, all of my music friends all on stage. And I let myself cry and we did Aloha Oi. And it's that yeah. rev skip where like you want to soak in the best of it. Also, don't you want them to know how much you love them? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I, I, I needed. For, and with technology and how the world is now. Not, not that it's easier, but it could be in your mind of thinking like, this is not freaking goodbye. We're going to yeah. be zooming. I'm going to do my, you know. So anyway, that's my no, spiel. I have, <laughs> like I had that epic goodbye on Sunday when yeah. Reverend Michael and Reverend um, Julie and Coco Stewart, all the reverends, all my teachers surrounded me. They blessed me. They took pictures. We hugged. We cried together. I felt like that was my epic goodbye. They were on stage with me and Michael gave me the mic and I, I got a chance to do a, a little mini quick, like one minute talk, but it was still a talk. I felt that was the epicness of it. And now, but I'm gonna honor both what you're saying because I feel myself wanting to get it done because it is really stressful to get home. And I'm just like, yeah. I wanna be done. So I'm gonna honor both of you. And, well, and, and I get that, you know, when you're in the like, the chaos of everything that needs to happen and you're like scrambling to get everything done that needs to be done but like those are the moments where it can be so important to just honor what's happening at the heart level that it's not just about moving all your shit across the country you know <laughs> yeah, I said it <laughs> I mean I'm saying that because literally I've got I'm sitting on a chair I've got a music stand with my laptop and, and then literally on the other side of me is all boxes <laughs> You know, some of them are packed. Some of them are still like flat and not put together yet. And then, I mean, so I'm sitting in it. <laughs> you guys have to talk to me because I am the extreme opposite of that. Meaning I get so comfortable living with that level of incompleteness, I think, you know, because I'm so good at, oh, I can be happy here that it's been years, right, guys? I moved here five years ago. I still have 40 boxes in our garage. We have yet to move into this home. Yeah. So, I mean, I have something to learn from the efficiency, you know, that I see and feel in Rev Skip. And I was in my mind, I thought they're going to move in before I move in. Oh, and you are. You and you probably will. And, you know, so I'm like, okay. So there you go. 
Manifesting requests. We are in the midst of right now um, because I'm out of state. So we're doing the application for the lease of the new home. And so I had to go to the notary, the notary, get it notarized and sending checks out there. And then we did a video because getting out there and video has been video home looking at has been very common during COVID. So my prayer would just to continue to remember this or something better. Because it was the same thing that you know, Reverend Jackie and you, Faith, were telling me about this job that I was I'm going into about not this job I'm gonna call it the calling um, to be at um, CSL for Lauderdale, and it was either that or something greater, and it happened to be that. So now I'm in that place of a little bit of concern and worry if the place is not set up yet. Because the movers are saying, well, where are you going to? I'm going. Well, don't I get one month free storage? So in my <laughs> It might just be sitting, y'all, but it's okay. But I want to be in a place of it's this home or something greater. And I've already fell in love with the home. And if it's if it happens to be, y'all have a place to come and visit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's that trust and all that. That's Uh, what it's it is on all of us on the journey you're at and where you're at and the things you've brought in and the things you have to let go and yeah. Rev Jackie, how about you? You mentioned you talked a little bit about where you're where you're at. So you're in the yeah. packing phase. We are oh. in the packing phase. Movers come Monday, so we've got a little bit of time. <laughs> Just a little bit of time, but you know, there's Sunday, which I'm working, and yeah. um, you got know, so there's all of that. But we've we've been doing pretty well. I'm not feeling stressed yet. Um, yeah. I, th- I feel like we've made good progress, but you know, it's huge. It's still. It feels huge. Uh, there's yes. the you know emotional, psychological part of going through all your stuff and yes. what are you going to keep? What are you going to shed this time around? What, sh- what should I have maybe lost two or three moves ago? And I'm still, yes. uh, am I going to take it with me one more time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. And um, But the kids are all doing great. But there's also, you know, for us, there's this extra element of, um, you know, we're blending families. Yes. And so there's a big, like, what's this new thing that we're you know becoming as we you know combine homes and um that's it's pretty wild so we've been having like family meetings like like leading up to this just so we can start really processing together of you know what might come up and just like let's get into a habit and a flow of communication and vision and all of that do you remember back in the day there were these slew of movies about these large families that were coming together being blended you remember those movies? There were like a slew of movies and yes. there are movies of these families coming together and, you know, they have like 12 on one side, 12 on the other. Then it was six and six. It was, and it's always, I always wanted to know what is that experience like, Rev, to be really blending two families to come together to make one? What is that experience like? <laughs> I'll let you know in a few months. I mean, it's, you know, there's like, there's so many details to it and some of it doesn't become apparent until you're like in the moment. And, and some things are like, well, we, we got to figure it because you're blending cultures, you know, just ways of being, um, we've got age gaps where, you know, my girls are 17 and 18 and um, my wife's daughter is five, you know, so there's that kind of culture and, um, you know, difference and different needs. And yet, uh, we click very well and the kids all, you know, get along really well and stuff, but it's just, I don't know. It's, um, it's fun in some ways, <laughs> terrifying in others. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
It's exciting. You know, this weekend on our staycation, yes, another staycation was gifted to us. Thank you. Um, there was this cave and it was on the side of the highway and we started walking in and, you know, there's all these deep, dark um, um, paths that you could have gone in. Of course, us adults were like, no, you got to be careful. There's rocks. We don't have tennis shoes. My daughter was ready to blaze through the unknown. And I I forget that part, that that excitement when you're talking about, you know, Rev Skip um, amidst the sadness of can we lean into the possibility part instead yeah. of the old stuff we are dragging with us um, of, you know, maybe past stories, like what you said, TV shows of like, well, that didn't mm -hmm. go well on that show. You know, and you're talking about blending families. I'm thinking, what is my thing here? I'm blending like physical stuff, the 50 boxes of stuff in the garage, <laughs> the stuff in our house that we currently live with. My, my daughter's toys is out of control. And then this new house selling couches, a couch is coming today. And a part of me just, I don't want any of it, which is so weird. Like, can yeah. I just have the canvas? Can I just have the blank? So how funny, oh, this yeah. is when the manifestation and my issue Are now the... is maybe too much yeah. of the stuff. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing that comes to mind is you're saying this, Faith, is um, so right at, I would say, August, 9, August 2019, I was actually moving in with Bill part-time, and I was going to Orange County part-time. I was going to move to Orange County, so I was going back and forth. Um, Orange County didn't work out, so most of myself has been in storage. In fact, I went to the storage unit and they're trying to see how many boxes you have in there and everything's piled up and there's a couch and things and all that. It's really stuffed in there. And I realized I have not had my life in two years. And I just would love to, I'm, I'm on both sides of it. I want to take it all, but then I going, if I could just like burn it all and get something new. <laughs> I'm in that place where I, I, and we're talking about manifestation. So this manifestation of a new work that I'm going to be doing, I prayed for. I prayed to have my own space. Now, I didn't know it was not me buying a house in LA, but I, I'm, I'm moving into a new home. Remember, we prayed about this, y'all. I wanted my own space. Yeah. I wanted to move out of here. It happened. Um, and I don't like that term that I, you hear my mom always say, well, be careful what you pray for. <laughs> but I believe that we, when we manifest, we can pray for certain things, but not be so it needs to look like this because it did not, Florida was not on my radar. A new house in Florida, my way was, it was going to be in LA, in the Valley, three bedroom buying. That was, was in my head. No, y'all completely different. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when we were talking about what this month, um, our theme should be, you know, Rev Skip, you brought up something that I, I thought was a great way to look at this is past the stuff, past the, you know, the boxes you're packing, Jackie, you know, what is at the essence of these things we are wanting? And then, you know, it makes it so simple, right? When we come to the feeling, what what, what is it? And it's, yeah, it gets cluttered by the stuff to me. So what do you guys think about that? <laughs> essence, essence of what do we really yeah. Yeah. want? Yeah, yeah. You know, we've talked about that a lot um, because, you know, five ladies in this family <laughs> who all, you know, a couple of us, and I include myself in this, really love our stuff. Like we love stuff. I'm a gadget person, you know, and I just, I enjoy it. And, um, and yet there's this um, like 
I, I also experienced that like it's so much nicer with a clean canvas, like you're talking about, Faith. Like, mm. you know, so it's like, what are the things I really want to keep and that I use and, you know, kind of not, I wouldn't say fully Marie condoing myself, but, but a little bit like, what am I keeping? Like, what's just here because it's been here? And what do I have active joy or active participation with in terms of, of just the stuff? Yeah. You know, when you talk about the essence of all this faith and Rev Jackie, the essence of what I always prayed for has always been consistent. I wanted to pray for a opportunity to show up to share my gifts and be fully embraced. And that has always been the essence of everything that I ever wanted to do, maybe Equinox or teaching yoga or being at Agape or now CSL. It, my prayers have always been answered. This is an opportunity that I can fully share my gifts and be fully embraced. Um, so that is the essence of, of, of manifestation for me. And, you know, I have this idea, well, this, this practice I do, if it didn't bring me joy in my closet or I didn't wear it in a year and it doesn't bring me joy, I let it go. So it's going to be very interesting when the movers come and they're pulling stuff out. I'm going, I just want to let that go. Can we just, and I might just do that. I might just say, nope, that's going to stay. I'm going to donate this. And I have this old antique couch I've been carrying around thinking, oh, it's going to be worth something one day. It's an antique pain to my butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think I'm going to, I'm going to give it to the VA so they can do it or out of the closet. I don't think I want to carry the antique couch and just buy a new one that really fits where I'm going. So yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, you know, it's just so funny because we also change. So the things that we are attached to for any yes. reason, whatever reason, we also change, but we tend to not really think all the way through or feel all the way through our attachments, you know, to see like, is this actually a current attachment for me? Yeah. And I think when I moved here, when we said we're going to move here no matter what. So, you know, you're saying, what were you saying, Reskip? You haven't had your life in two years. Well, I haven't had whatever that life I thought it was since I moved here four years ago or That's however good. long it's been. And I don't know that I need it back. I mean, you know, one lesson I learned for myself in this idea of manifesting and wanting things and bringing things in, there was a time when everything was coming in. And then I thought, wait, the next thing I want now is I want to be happy mm. with it. That That's really where it's at for me. So I'm in a weird place where I'm like, well, okay, I learned to live with two jars. Do I really care? I'm, I think I can let go of anything, but now I don't know how to feel grounded and have a house, you know? And they're <laughs> like floating. You're still floating. Yeah. It's, it's box. Is it, does it feel new to you when you see something you haven't seen in four years or, or do the old feelings of it, or do you even remember when you bought, bought it? How does it feel to open up a box after four years? Just like, Oh, you know, with the kids, there's memories, right, right. but unless it's like, you know, even when I saw my Buddha candles, nice. I loved it before, you know, but look, this is new. Okay. I'm, I'm getting it now. You know, we're always, we're always evolving. And I don't know that the stuff in the box can keep up with where I am now. I really love this, but the Buddha candle, I don't, I loved it before. Rev Jack, is that the title? <laughs> the stuff can't keep up with it. the stuff in the box. That's a great yeah. servant title right there. 
what is our storage for? You're right, because we think at some certain point we're going to put this somewhere because we're going to feel something. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is a trip. <laughs> well, in two ways, like you're making me think of faith is like you, like usually we're not letting go because it, it, sometimes it can be scary to feel free or we're not fully ready. But like you're talking about, you're in that freedom. I'm and so you're like, now what? And now, yeah, you're like, now what? But should I be more grounded? <laughs> I need a chair. Like, we need to fix the house. <laughs> I need a chair. Well, I just, you know what I did? It's, um, I moved our dining room table out into the garage just to make space for boxes because we were having to, you know, we need room to walk around the house still in the boxes. So I was like, okay, I just going to move the dining room table out of the dining room so we can start putting boxes into the dining room. And when I first moved it out, I was like, oh, I feel so good in here. This just empty room was open room, you know, and I kind of wanted just to be with that. Yeah. 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 And it, our our listeners can't see because we have our screens on where we get to see each other. We get to see our eyes and hand movements. But behind me, I have two scrims behind me, two screens. If I opened up these screens <laughs> I mean, you see boxes, you see, you know, toolbox, you see the red, you know, the pulley carts, you'll see all my weights and dumbbells and exercise spike. And I really got to ask myself, do I really need so much? And you know what the big lesson was? I had to live with my home in two years because of COVID. So did I do okay with having one room and one closet? And um, I can say, no, I got one closet. Y'all know me at home. I looked at that place and there were walking closets with, with in this new space with the, the shelves in the closet. You walk in like a room of going, oh yeah, I can live here in the closet. <laughs> we really get the assets up. Do we really need to have all the things that we have. And COVID showed me I didn't. I lived two years yeah. without my home and it was successful. Look what we did together with but just a computer. Yeah, but it's funny for me now to think, how then do I choose now to have stuff mm-hmm. in my house? And, you know, I, I always go back to Abraham Hicks and Law of Attraction, this whole thing, you know, they for them in this whole process of attracting what you want, it's always getting again to that word you said to the essence and it's really the feeling. And so it's funny, Jackie, you're saying the empty room because we've had a lot of room too, room and then boxes and then crap and then, you know, and then room. But um, it's like what you just said, Skip, is that I can be so full without all that stuff. So maybe now the next step is more the Marie Kondo. It's just so much more mindful, so much more. Both have said that. What oh, is that? Can you describe Oh, oh yeah. That? I mean, it's like a verb now, right? It's like yeah. uh, she's this uh, Japanese woman. Uh, she has shows on Netflix. And yeah. she goes in. Yeah. You know, she goes in and helps yeah. you declutter your life and your and house. And it's very it's spiritual. Very minimal. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so... connected to your joy, right? Does it bring yes. you joy is the question. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. feel like you probably have her qualities. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so manifestation. So what now? What's next? We I know. I think we're all like we just want the boxes to be put in. I just want my house to be done. You just yeah. want to be moved. Yeah. But you was know? It just magic when we just all took that breath together. We all took that simultaneous <laughs> breath. We're all quiet. And in that moment I felt peace. So I I I want to manifest peace throughout this transition, yeah. throughout this movement. 
Um, you know, I'm going home to see my mother, and it was very important because Rev, you know, and Jackie, you or J Jackie and in Faith, you both know, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas is a very busy time for me and for all of us. So I'm going November one and talk to you know Dr. Chris Michaels today, and it's like, yeah, we're. But he said to me, how can we make this easy for you? this transition for you and what can we do? And I just loving community embracing me, but I'm going home to be with my mother because November we start in November and then December and then January 1st, this is really special to me. I'm realizing oh, I'm in the right place. You know, Dr. Chris has asked me to do a meditation and yoga retreat on New Year's day for the CSL community. And I'm like, that's pretty doggone amazing. On New Year's Day, I get to show up. So I believe the next phase of manifestation, what you're talking about, Faith, is manifesting the opportunities to give of our gifts. Like last couple of weeks, we were last week, we we're on Unity, the conference. And then we're going to be speaking at the Parliament of Religions. And having these opportunities of us to come together to manifest opportunities to share gifts, I believe that's going to be the next phase for me once I settle into this move, but I really believe manifesting opportunities. Yeah, it's, so it's not just about the stuff, right? It's about right. the experiences. Yeah, yeah, well, about the experiences what, that we have, the connections that we make. What do you both feel or have to say about um, this idea of, of self-worth and what you do manifest and allow into your your life you know because i know we've, we've talked about that word <laughs> um but in relation to to what that what's opening up for you in your life you, you know i i okay i wasn't going to share this i'm going to share this on the show i y'all just bring Do up it. okay um so this morning i'm on my peloton bike and i'm just you know really doing a great workout i get this text from Dr. Chris, and it says, give me a, um, a ring when you get a chance. All of a sudden, I felt like the principal was calling me into, into the office. But it's not just that. It's like whenever a boss has called me saying, you know, I need to talk to you, I'm always like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Or, you know, the essence of that is not feeling worthy. Like, I should be at the table. The, the pure essence of that is... I'm doing something wrong, and this is, you know, well, when we get back, so. <laughs> saved by the music. <laughs> saved by the music. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with Rev Skip's story. <laughs> Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity. So um, we're continuing on the story. <laughs> um, but 
uh, feeling worthy and I realize the root of that scariness when an authority figure calls you and you feel like you're in trouble, the root of it is not feeling worthy. And it doesn't have to be a boss or someone in leadership. It could be your mother. It could be your your wife or whatever. And we get to really look at that and really go deep. Do I really feel worthy in being in the place that I that I'm in. So my answer is yes, I feel very worthy, but there's moments of in and out. Some days I don't. Some days I am really steeped in. Yes, I belong at the table. Some days it can be very tricky with me and I just need to catch myself and do the work. The work. Do the work. <laughs> My it was my Angela that said, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about manifestation and which is, you know, you're talking about. So when it rolls in and um, she said, ask for what you want and be prepared to get it. And that's where we trip up. Right. Is like right. like we, we've been so focused on the wanting of it. And, you know, that when it actually yes. comes our way, sometimes it's like, oh, this is what it's like. We we're still hold on to that previous mindset where maybe. I don't have the place at the table like you're talking about, or I'm only invited in when something's wrong or, you know, this can't be for me. So it's, you know, it's shedding that old skin and, and being present to like, Hey, this thing that I called into my life, it's here. It's here for me. I'm here for it. And let's, let's roll, you know, let's roll with it. I love that. Let's roll. Yeah. Let's roll with all this and more. Cause that's my segue into yes. our, <laughs> our song. And well, as you know, I mean, song is such a, an amazing way really to a practice th that I've used not only in listening to it, but writing songs to tell myself, you know, that yes, you can have all this and more. And so this is a song from my peace album that we're going to play. And we're just going to take a, ch a chance here or, or not a chance. We're going to be a daring and play a live version. And it's featuring Rev Jackie's band, Fred Albers and all of your guys. I don't you can maybe say their names later, yeah. but um, we had an amazing time it, it was it's alive at, at your church and and for me the i was just thinking when i listened to it, it before i sent the song in today um just the manifestation of people coming together and hearing live music and hearing the notes play and hearing that organ solo that is that is juicy that's life so anyway let's uh hear the song thank you jeff for uh queuing it up it's a live version of all this and more featuring the unity of overland park band red albers
so good. So good. <laughs> That's a, you got Ken Loverin there on that yeah. organ. Yes. Yeah, ripping that organ solo. He's yes. amazing. Fred Albers, of course, the music director. Uh, Terry Swope on guitar. James Albright on bass. And Ooh. I'm not sure who the drummer was at that time, but it might have been Brian Stever. Yeah. Oh, they Sweet. kept it solid. And so yeah. I don't know if you could hear all the words, but just just to highlight one is, you know, letting it unfold without doubt or drama. And then the third verse, letting it unfold with grace and gratefulness. And it's just talking about how like we get caught up in the stuff and in the hurry and the here. And mm-hmm. when you just tap in, it's like, you know, you can feel that joy, you know, whether with the stuff, without the stuff. <laughs> yeah. What What is the chorus? Do you know the full chorus? Do you have I it in feel front of you? Joy. I feel joy, I feel good, I feel wonderfully full, I feel love, I feel peace, I feel all this, ooh, I feel strong, I feel on, I feel bright as the sun, Um, I feel all this, all this and more. I think it's like, just really, we're talking about manifestation this month, it's about feeling all of it right now, because I think sometimes Mm. for me, I'll speak for me, I'm busy looking at you know, you're you're looking at your move. I'm looking for one of my houses full and boxes is done. And this chorus is telling me like, but I can just feel good now. And mm-hmm. and that's what I told you guys. That's where I am now. And this this word of manifestation, law of attraction is it's a fun part of life. And my job now is can I just be good right here now with with it, without it, packing it. <laughs> cleaning it (laughs) well that's just it you know and our emotions like that's what that's really the tell like the universe hears feels our emotions and sometimes we think we're manifesting one thing or bringing one thing but if we're feeling a disconnect or something else like it's that emotion and that's why it's so important the teaching that you're giving is like I can feel good now with what is right here Mm -hmm. right now because that the universe hears that and if you're good with what is right now you could get more of it Mm-hmm. And two, there is um, this idea that we can write affirmations and we can say affirmations, but if it's not being infused with the good feeling of the affirmation of what we really want, we must connect the affirmation with the feeling tone that it's in alignment with what it is we really, really want. Because we can all walk around going, God is all that there is. Or we can say it with the emotion, God is all that there is. And then that's where we really begin. The emotion brings these words to life for us, within us. And it's the feeling tone with the self-worth, <laughs> uh, you know? And it's so, a lot of work to be woke, y'all. It's a lot of work to be woke. But it's well, good. It's work play. It's, but it's, it's work play. But it's, but it's, 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 we got stuff to do, though. I mean, it's it's like. I always and I always believe, you know, what what I heard Michael Beckwith once says said said, and this is early on, about 15 years ago, he said this. Transformation isn't for wimps. (laughs) (laughs) Transformation is not for wimps. You gotta get into the game and you gotta catch yourself and you gotta wake up again. And it's good and it's great. It's it's I would never change this life for anything. But we have to take responsibility for what we're manifesting. Can I take this somewhere else? Yeah, of course. Kind of, kind of, so, yeah. yeah, of course. Because yeah, I, you know, I watch my. No, okay, I won't say who it is. I watch people in my life. Yeah, better not. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, no, I want, and you know, they don't, you know how we're all about the work, the play, the consciousness of waking up. Well, they're not really, they're, they're not at all, actually. You know, they'll talk about the grass needs to be mowed and this and this, and they're in their retirement years. And they had a pretty good life. And so it's, it's interesting how law of attraction, um, what's, it's equal, Meaning, what am I trying to say? You don't have to be deeply spiritual. You don't have to want love. If they just, if they have carved out this life that they wanted stability and safety and they've taken all the steps, they feel pretty good about themselves. You know, it's just interesting to me because it just makes me think, do I, how hard do I have to work? And so that's something I've really replaced of um, a happy life can still happen without deep diving. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing and, and that out there. That's well, what I'm sure. And I'm, and I'm going to throw something back at you. The work I'm talking about is expanding consciousness. And we yes. never know what type of consciousness that person who seemingly had an easy life did early on. I look at my mother. My mother prays every single day and manifested everything in her life yes. and which appeared to be easy. But my mom's work was like the work was prayer. She would get on her knees three times a day for her that was devotion. We call that in yoga, the bhakti yoga, the devotion yoga, where yoga's work. I, I, you know, the yogi master will say, you get on the mat to do your spiritual work. Yes. It doesn't mean it has to be labor and hard intensive. Yes. And I also believe what Kathy Ann Lewis preaches all the time from CSL Seattle, God does not require us to work. It's the allowing and I believe once we get into the flow of allowing things to happen, yes. it's not like I'm working for something because I didn't have yeah. to work for, for CSL to get yeah. that. But I had to go through 10 years of ministerial, yes. five years of pre-ministerial classes. I did that. It was ease and grace. So I don't think I'm talking about work in the traditional sense of work, but I'm talking about conscious building, yes. prayer, meditation, yes. Yes. affirmations. Well, equal to their belief. Yeah, exactly. To, so yeah. that's what it is. It is so it is consciousness. Because to them, you know, if they took these steps and they did and they do, and there's a consistency, so there's a momentum they've built in their life, you know. So that yes, everything what you're yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. well, I mean, what came to mind for me is that there are some people who have like that easy life and and they're empty inside. They don't have fulfillment. It's not like they're wanting something more and they just feel dead inside, and they might even have every measure of success. So you might from the outside look at them and look at all this success they manifested in their life and they went after it. They, you know, worked hard and now they're reaping the fruit of their labor and they're completely dead inside. So what you said, Faith, you just captured that. It's like to the point of your consciousness, you know, yeah. so what it looks like, whether it looks like work or whether it looks like ease and grace has nothing to do <laughs> with um, the level of I hate to use this word, but success in terms of meeting, uh, of manifesting the life that you want, that you want to be living. And Jesus the Christ said that knock and the door shall be open, but you still got to knock, yo. <laughs> you still got to knock on that door. And, and then you got to walk through it. <laughs> you know, I mean, the door can be open and, you know, you're still not yeah. getting what's on the other side because right. you didn't move your feet, you, you know. There was a time, right? And I don't know if you guys have ever been there with the new thought beliefs and I was so passionate and I would be misjudging, you know, thinking like, well, they're, they're not spiritual at all. They don't go to church. They don't talk about consciousness. They don't meditate, blah. They don't do service. You know, Nolan and I did all. And I would judge that. And now that I've, you know, lived a little bit more and I look at them, I'm like, they wake up passionate every day. 
They love what they do. He might work to, you know, whatever, 2 a.m. every day, but they absolutely are on fire for life. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. who cares if they never talk about God or whatever? He shows up for all this. So I don't know. We've talked about that before, but I'm like, it just makes me see like, ah, oh, this beautiful yeah. life can happen in so many ways with or without the religious or, or spiritual, you know, lingo. They're still in tune with God and the flow of life, you know? Which is like, yeah, amen. <laughs> you know, the, the divine principle of what you're talking about, um, Faith and Reverend Jackie, we've talked about this before, that there is this underlying, in fact, I think this is the first principle in unity, there's this underlying, you know, God is in everything. God is in everything. And, and, and we talk about this, that there's no spot that God is not. And if we choose to believe that and follow that path, that means right where we are, abundance is. Right where we are, love is. Right where we are, prosperity is. Right where we are, you know, our dreams are being birthed through us as us. Life is not being done to us, it's being done as us. So in the space of, again, I come back to this word allowing, it's really about allowing and understanding that you know, getting on a surfboard in on Waikiki Beach, that could be someone's church. And mine, it could be like, you know, going to agape on a Sunday morning. And, you know, and after agape, I always go to yoga. So I would leave agape going to my, that was still part of my church. And some people might go, well, that, that ain't the church I know. Yoga class on a Sunday. I know my mother would say that sometimes. You're going where? You're not going to church? I'm going to yoga. My, okay. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> God is everywhere present. Therefore, however we choose to embrace life, isn't that the spiritual practice with knowing or not knowing? Yeah, that's it. The knowing or the not knowing. So whatever we're, if we're sitting amidst uh, piles of boxes, <laughs> filled or empty, you know, we have filled or empty. <laughs> like how am I sitting in the knowing? Yeah. Of God's presence, of God's love. Am I sitting in that knowing? You know, yeah. some of the most amazing things that have manifested and shown up in my life, kind of, kind of like what you're saying, Mary Skip, is I didn't even know it was on my radar, you know, this this career and all this. And so it's funny because I don't want to say I've struggled because now I'm leaning more into this flow and allow what wants to show up. But I've always been dancing with the people that actually do the goals, that actually says like, well, I want to make 250000 by the end of this. Like, and I've tried and I've failed. So I've I'm leaning more. I think I'm jumping more into the board of like, you know what? God has really shown some amazing things in my life. I'm just going to trust the surprise factor. Maybe what, what, what do you guys have to say on that well, topic? How do you flow? My mother used to say, if you hang out with nine broke people, soon you're going to be the 10th. And she always, <laughs> seriously, she always just surprised my mother. <laughs> Yo, I hope one day y'all going to be my baba because she can tell yes. you. I can't wait. But she understood the principle of if I got a chance to play with ten tennis with Serena Williams, I guarantee you my tennis game is going to be better. And so I surrounded myself in the pandemic with Faith Rivera, with Reverend Jackie Fernandez. And I talked about my dreams and what I wanted to manifest. And I we were together a lot throughout this pandemic. We talked a lot. We prayed a lot. You held me. I think there is something to that faith of surrounding yourself around people who, who wants the best for you, but also living their fullness in life. I believe that we surround ourselves with people. It's going to rub off. It's, it's going to rub off. And, and we're going to understand, oh, I can do that too. I think there's something about that. 
Yeah. I'm going to put that down. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out with the best people like you. Okay? <laughs> My wife, uh, <laughs> she is a master manifester. She, and she uses post-it notes. So she's not out here engraving things in stone, carving it in, you know, and this is what it has to look like, but she uses post-it notes and and she writes specifically what she wants. She puts it up and I'm telling you everything she writes down comes to pass. She, she brings it into, and then she's on to the next one. So I love this sort of impermanency, non-attachment to a post-it note. You know, I think that's very much part of the practice. Like she's not so attached that like it's, you know, and not to judge anyone that puts it in a journal, but where a journal feels more like this is, you know, engraved into my heart and what I want. It's like this impermanency of a post-it note. And it's amazing what she does. I mean, so there is something to it. And I, it's not my <laughs> way, Faith. I'm more like you. I'm not, I, I'm not the one to be like really specific. I follow more an intuitive knowing, a feeling path, a feeling tone. Um, but uh, she does it differently. And I'm telling you, it, it works. It works for her. So I, you know, I'm always kind of looking sideways like, hmm, hmm, what might I learn from that? <laughs> well, for me, I just, I think why it's still in me, why I think of it and it feels like a little thing is I just want to not write my post-it because I'm afraid, possibly. Whoa. That's really what I'm, that's what I got. Because why am I still talking about it? I mean, my life has unfolded great, but there's something in me. I don't want to be afraid that I can't do it or that I'll be disappointed or, because I've had those journals of those dreams just, they've been in there since freaking, right, like years, the same dream. So maybe now that's, I feel better just not writing it. I am down. I am down with the post-it note, y'all. I am so down with the post-it note. Every client I've ever had, I said, so what's the ideal weight you're looking for? You you want to achieve in your physical practice, write it on the post-it note, put it on top of the refrigerator, see it everywhere, remind yourself. And I am also the person now, I have everything I need to do in my smartphone. And guess what? I get reminders at 6 a.m. and at 12 noon and at 12 and and, and, and at 6 p.m. I get reminders of what I want to experience because I have a short-term memory loss issue that I will forget, you know, and I'm going, oh yeah, that's right. I really want to manifest. So I put in my, I get reminders. Yeah. CSL came up on my, um, my, my thing at 12 noon, but it was also to pray, to pray for the community to pray, to be connected. So I believe in the post-it note. I believe in the smartphone. I believe any way that it it can work for you. Do it. Remember, Faith, we started our program together. And I said, write down that number, what you want to manifest. Put it on your refrigerator. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm just really owning it. I, I, I didn't. There's something it. in me. Like, it sabotages me. Like, it's, yeah. like it, I don't know. They don't feel good I to me. my goals. So that's a whole other talk. I don't know what that is. Wait, come back to the It goes back to the worthiness, though, what we've been talking about today. It goes back to the worthiness. You know what? It's because I haven't accomplished those things. So that's in my past. File folder is failure, failure, failure. So I don't even put it up. But then we have to ask you this question. Do you really truly believe in failure? Are there any failures? No, no, not at all. No, not in that way. Okay. No, okay. no, I so, don't. Does but it feel like day? Yeah. What do you say, Jackie? Well, I was just say, does it feel just because I know your Catholic background? Does it feel like confession 
Does it feel like, is there that element of like, if, if I write it down and I put it up, um, then if I fail it, then now it's, it's a failure and it's something I didn't do. And now it's like, there's that sure. sort of Catholic guilt and I now have to confess and, and I'm falling guilt, short. Like, dang it. I can't. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Cause Nolan is very like Lent. He's not even practicing Catholic anymore, but he'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to give up all sweets for 30 days. And I know deep inside, I think like, I can't do that. And I just watch him like methodically. So when he tries to give me methodic, I'm anti. I'm like, no, I'm going to flow. So and be here's an idea. Here's no. an idea because you just said it. I can't no. do that. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to, you've got like what I've seen work for people. And I, I try not to tell you what you have to do, but, but what might work is if you start with what you believe. Yeah. That's okay. it. Because you're right, write down what you believe you can do and just start yeah. there. So if you have to like, like what I want is here, but what I believe I can do is here. And then you grow yourself into, and your sense of worthiness and possibility. How do I want it enough? Cause here's the thing is I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm, you know, it's so weird. So I, this is what I'm trying to change. I'm getting clarity now. I don't like that. I need crisis yeah. or deadlines to make me have to do it. Cause I'm yeah. really good at being comfortable and being very happy. So it's hard for me to want it enough to, I guess, do the work or maybe feel worthy of, I don't, who knows? Well, but, but if, it, you, if it's is, so is, not something you want, I, you know, and, and then there's that, that trick about wanting because when we're in a state of want that actually pushes <laughs> things away, right? And that's the state of need. When you're, yeah. when you're in a state of want, it's a state of need. But, but Faith, let me ask you, how do you approach writing a song? Because you rock out these songs that are so beautiful. How do you approach, how you approach writing a song might be the way you approach life in general. So it might be all in, 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 we're trying to say, well, this is the goal over here, this goal over here. But how we approach something that we love is how we approach life. Yes. So just think yes. about that. Yes. I think there's alignment there. Mm. When there's a song, yes. whether I'm um, inspired to write it or whether I have an, a, you know, an assignment to do it, there's the, there's the insp I allow for the inspiration there. And I haven't found it yet with a written goal. Oh, so it will come though because I don't want it hanging over me. Like, why can't I put a goal and do it, <laughs> or or allow it? You know what? Because yeah. I'm so allowy. <laughs> yeah, you're allowy. You're allowy. So allowy, but but, but you're where... only going to allow what you actually truly want. Yes. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing. It you sounds like yeah, there's a disconnect. Like you're putting someone else's goals down when you write you're them right. down. You let a different right. voice. Because I feel like I'd love to have really, you know, tight abs, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I don't love it more than I guess having time to play with my kids or something. I don't know, yes. but, but I want it all. We're talking about what truly matters to us now. I know we we and it re, really tells us this means a lot to me right now. This is having a six pack is not at the very top. Being healthy and being around my kids might be the goal. Might be the goal. Might be the goal. That's all I'm saying. Y'all, we're going to wrap this up, but where are you? Are you, Jackie, you're this Sunday, you're going to be doing what yeah, you do, I'll, right? I'll be, we're doing our Fall Faith series. So we're in The Naked Now by Richard Rohr, which is amazing. So yeah, we'll be doing that. And Faith, you are where? Oh. I'm here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, everyone, we love you so much here at Voices of Unity. All love right. You. Big love.
Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.